My name is Javier Colon. Welcome to The In-Between. Today, I'm joined by Jonathan Agosto to talk about their thesis film titled Leviticus 18.22. Hi, John. Hi, how are you? How you you doing? (laughs) I'm good, thanks. (laughs) You seem a little nervous. Everything okay? Yeah, a little nervous. I don't know what to expect, but here we are. (laughs) Don't worry. Everything's going to be very simple. So first of all, who are you and what do you do? Well, my name is Jonathan Agosto. I'm a 3D modeler and texturer at SVA. I'm a student. And uh, yeah, I'm working on my thesis, Leviticus 1822. And that's what I'm doing at the moment. (laughs) Very cool. (laughs) How did you find yourself at SVA? Well, it's a long story, but I'm going to make it short. I moved <laughs> here on my, uh, to the United States. I'm originally from Puerto Rico, and I moved when I was 17 on my senior year, and I did not know what I wanted to do. So when I got to the high school here, I took an AutoCAD class, and mm-hmm. I loved it. And then I dug deeper into it, and I started finding about photo manipulation and stuff like that. So when I went to college, I went to Middlesex County College, and I... Uh, I started as a graphic designer, and coincidentally, that first year that I was there, they were starting to open the 3D animation program in that school, so I was the first one, along with my other peers, to be in the uh, 3D animation program, so yeah, I got into that, and after that, I decided to get my bachelor's degree, and SVA was one of my options, and thankfully, I got accepted. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's really cool that you were you were like one of the pioneers of the 3D animation program. In yeah, it was Lewis amazing. County. Amazing experience. And so what is your thesis called and what is it about? It's called uh, Leviticus 18.22. And I like to describe it as a coming of age and coming out short film. It deals with, you know, accepting yourself as who you are. Deals also with, you know, domestic abuse which sometimes it tends to happen Mm -hmm. when you come out as you know lgbt or q a lot of people are afraid to you know let their voices be heard and i would like to be their voice through this short film you know Mm -hmm. and let them know that their stories are not being gone through unseen yeah it's super important to emphasize that they're not alone in this feeling yeah definitely (laughs) (laughs) that's very noble of you and i and i imagine that um this film is very important to you uh definitely yeah definitely i would have liked to have somebody or something that i can look at you know when i was going through that phase because you know i'm gay as well so Mm -hmm. uh it's a really intimate topic to me i suppose when I was coming out and dealing with, you know, my sexuality, I was, you know, desperately trying to look for stuff that would relate to me. And it was difficult at the time mm-hmm. to find that those stuff and somebody to talk to about it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's not a lot of media that you can kind of look to as an example of how to go about this new kind of phase in your life. You're kind of left. You feel like you're alone, you know, and you kind of you're yeah. kind of left to your own devices. So. And it's just, it's super, super important to make sure that all the perspectives and all the stories are heard, you know? Yeah. And it's really interesting that this year there is a lot of, you know, 
LGBT topics among the thesis is mm -hmm. a good amount, which is, you know, something that I haven't seen so profoundly in the past years. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of really good representation. And I imagine mm -hmm. that that makes you very happy growing up in a world where there was not a lot of it, you know? Definitely. Yep. Yeah. yeah. A lot of hope for, you know, future members, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> future members of the society. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, that makes a lot of sense. So in the film, you were mentioning that it also deals with, with domestic violence. Would you say that this film is reflective of your own experience coming out? It wasn't, you know, my own experience. I was never, like, domestically abused or, you know, harassed for mm -hmm. being gay. But I know it's a really common occurrence, you know, mm -hmm. in the world uh, especially in my, you know, where I'm from, it's not, wasn't really accepted right. too much. You know, it's really macho kind of mentality mm -hmm. that took over in Puerto Rico. So, you know, it's kind of looked down to be part of the LGBT community. So I didn't want to take away from, you know, those people that do go through that. And, you know, I wanted to somehow represent them, you know, in the thesis and you know show the world that this does happen it's not always you know pink rainbows and butterflies mm -hmm. yeah there's a low point for these things too mm -hmm. it's not you know they say oh that's the magic of you know film and this and that to take away from you know the horrors of the world but sometimes it's really important to show that and make the world see that you know this is happening and this is a problem it needs to be addressed i really appreciate the the title uh leviticus eighteen twenty two because of the specific bible verse that it relates to could do you think that you could tell anybody who's curious what that bible verse is or what it means i don't know the verse word by word i'm gonna like you know uh say it on my own version basically it says uh man shall not lay with mankind as it with womankind mm -hmm. it is an abomination mm. so basically it's this big whole entity telling the world oh it is wrong to be mm -hmm. gay or you know do something outside the quote-unquote normal so by choosing this title i'm not trying to like go after the church or mm -hmm. members of the church it's just the meaning behind it i would just like to make sure like portray that it's not all right to you know preach hate it's more mm -hmm. about the meaning behind the message against the organization or the religious you know entity itself mm -hmm. it's just i would like to let people know this is not how it is at the moment. It should not be this way. Would you say that you're uh, a man of faith yourself? <laughs> it's complicated. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> I do definitely believe that there is a big power out there, you know, that is shifting and stirring the wheel mm -hmm. in the world. I don't know if the name is, you know, Jesus or God or the yin yang. I do. I'm aware that there's something out there, mm -hmm. but I don't like to really give it a name mm -hmm. per se, because once you give it a name, it has a personality. And mm. once you have a personality, you're not biased. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So I would like to think it's this neutral power that, you know, 
you get what you give at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And in terms of the Bible, like, yes, there are certain rules that I do oblige by, and I do believe that everybody should oblige, oblige by, but mm-hmm. there's some other stuff that I really don't agree with it and just kind of disregard it, if you know what I'm saying. And I've been taught, you know, several religions throughout my life i've been to bible school i've been to you know jehovah's witnesses you know uh bible studies as well so it's not like i'm not aware of religion it's just that there's some stuff that i don't agree with so therefore i kind of quote unquote create my own mm-hmm. i just take whatever is good from it and apply it to my life and whatever it's not i just disregard it you mm-hmm. know i try to teach people about try to make them see what's right and what's wrong in my point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's very noble that you're not blanketing the church as the enemy. You're just blanketing the the hate. Of course, the story is very personal to you. And you said that you're mostly in modeling and texturing, right? Correct. Yes. What has been your favorite part about working on this piece? Is it the story or is it anything technical that you really liked? I have liked actually most of it, creating the story and making it better to portray the idea that I want to get through mm-hmm. has been probably one of my favorite parts of you know the journey. I like sharing my story with my peers and my professors and have their input on it and having them help me do the best story that I can and get through the idea the best way possible has mm-hmm. been one of my favorite parts of the process. And then the production side, I really do enjoy it. The modeling, the texturing, creating the environment. And that's the reason why I'm this uh, major, because, you know, creating worlds and places that are never been seen before and make them come to life. That's like the most gratifying thing that I can find in this field. Mm-hmm. So I really do enjoy that part of the process too. Yeah, totally. And it's reflected in your work. Like I've seen stills and the POC that you uh, created. I love the environments that you create and all that stuff. And I even remember way back in freshman year, like you were one of the first people that I met and you were showing us like, I think it was like two pistols, like a render of two pistols that you had. (laughs) And I was just blown away that like, I was like, wow, someone that I'm talking to right now has done that. Like that was amazing. You know, like that was just totally mind blowing to me. I still show that picture. It's one of my greatest prides. <laughs> you have it framed above your bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're working by yourself, right? Correct. Yes. And you have you mentioned that you're getting a lot of help from uh, your teachers and your peers. Um, how do you stay on top of your work, and how do you stay on top of your your deadlines? You know, I try to keep it on my head, you know, try to take a step at a time. Mm -hmm. And it hasn't really been that easy for me to keep up with deadlines and, you know, getting that work because I also have a part-time job Mm -hmm. at a retail store. Mm -hmm. So trying to divide my time between that school and homework, it's been rough. Mm -hmm. So one of my ways to keep up with the deadlines this semester was that we created a discord group and Mm -hmm. basically i was there every night you know talking to the same people 
and they will remind me, oh, you have to do this. Oh, you have to do that. So, yeah. you know, it's like I got a lot of help from a lot of people throughout the whole semester. Mm-hmm. And thanks to them, I was able to, you know, keep motivated and do the best that I could to meet those deadlines. So, yeah, it's, it's not, it wasn't just a me effort. Yeah, I'm doing my thesis alone, but thanks to a few people, I am where I am. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it really does enforce this idea that you really aren't truly alone even if you're on a solo project like you're surrounded by your peers you're surrounded by your teachers and people who will help you and critique and help you get this thing to where it you want it to be you know definitely that was one of my i was really scared of going in this alone because like you said i thought i was gonna be completely alone but you know throughout the years at sva i got a lot of friends a lot of peers that you know i appreciate and love to this day so thanks to them i am where i am and they have made this whole process so much easier than it would have been if i was just me by myself completely and especially like in these times with like covid and all that and everything being online i'm really thankful that my friends stayed by my side and we still stay connected to this day because it would have been really hard for me to keep motivated and you know have this drive to finish this because i want to be up to par with them and i want to graduate with them so yeah that's one of the biggest drives that i have at the moment is my friends (laughs) (laughs) so you're very you're very very social kind of person um and i'm surprised that you decided to go for a solo project were you uh thinking about working in a group did you always know you wanted to work solo what was your plan for thesis before you started i always knew i wanted to be in a group (laughs) (laughs) we all know i have the whole package which is me casey and nicholas of course (laughs) yes casey and i Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and um my ideal project would have been to, you know, be with Casey and Nicholas working on this one project. And, you know, it would have been amazing. Like the stars would have been aligned at that point. Mm -hmm. But when I went to my thesis research and I found out the story that I wanted to tell and I kept developing my story, I really grew attached to it. And Mm -hmm. I did try to convince Casey and Nicholas, you know, to do my story. Um, None of us were budging. We all thought that our stories were too important to not tell. Mm -hmm. So I decided that, you know, we all decided basically that, you know, our stories need to be told. So it's better to tell them because then we're going to regret it for the rest of our lives. Yeah. That we can tell our stories. So we made this pact that yeah we're gonna do our thesis in a solo project but we will still be there for each other as a group even though we're doing our own separate stories and i i think that's actually that's actually really really mature of you guys to realize that you all want to tell your stories but you don't you don't like burn the bridge you know you guys kind of exactly. like okay like you're respectful about it you're like okay 
I'm okay with you doing your own thing. Like, that's no big deal. Mm-hmm. And that you guys still managed to be friends after that small parting of ways, you know? Yeah. <laughs> separate but <laughs> together, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Separate but together. Um, no, but yeah, the, uh, throughout the, the uh, you know, our peers, everybody thought that we were going to do our theses together, but they're really surprised that we're not. <laughs> they were really shocked when, you know, we went to our uh, thesis production classes and they're like, oh, you're together. I'm like, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not together. <laughs> I, I think that it's it's interesting because you were mentioning that you want us to be in a group project, but this is such a personal story that I would, I personally, unless you had somebody in your group that had a similar experience, I would find it really hard to share this project because of the fact that it's so um, important and 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 difficult and and individualized for you, you know. Yeah, that was yeah a big part of it because that also happened with the when you know when we were talking together as a group, you know. I don't relate to their stories and they don't relate to my stories, so therefore, you know, they thought and we all thought. That we, that we didn't have much to contribute to it. So that's one of the main reasons we decided to, you know, quote unquote, part our separate ways. Do you guys think that you'll work together in the future? I will certainly like to work with both of them. And, you know, all my peers, to be honest, in the mm. future, I would be excited to work with all of them. Awesome. In the near future or in the far future, but eventually, if I could work with all of them, it'll be amazing. It'll be something out of my bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. I actually kind of want to go back a little bit. Like, was there any drastic change to the story, or has it kept kind of the same tone the entire time? From what I can recall, it hasn't had too many drastic differences from the beginning Mm -hmm. there has definitely been you know shots that have been taken out and actually yeah there was one character another character that i wanted to incorporate nicholas who is kyle's boyfriend Mm -hmm. but since i was doing it alone i decided to just take him out i incorporated him as a voiceover Mm. in one of the shots but yeah, apart from that, I don't think there has been too many drastic of a change from the story from the original one. So I'm curious, what would you say was your worst moment in thesis? Something that you may not have been super proud of, or maybe you felt like the story wasn't up to snuff? I guess one of my lowest part was, I mean, I don't want to bring any spoilers to this thesis, <laughs> but... <laughs> of course, yeah. Uh, there is this specific scene that deals with the domestic violence, which I wasn't sure if I wanted to show the rawness of it, mm-hmm. or if I just just do like the shadows, you know, to hide quote unquote the gore or like you know the the rawness of it. Mm-hmm. So it was a really long discussions that I had with you know my thesis research professor, my peers in that class at the moment. So, you know, they asked me, like, do you want to show the rawness? Why would I want to show the rawness of it? Mm-hmm. And I explained that I wanted to, you know, show that this is what happens, period. It's not just shadows hitting each other. You know, this is what happens in the real life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's something that we need to see as, you know, a society. 
as humans that mm. you know there's a problem and needs to be solved and the more direct it is you know the the bigger the realization might be mm. so that was one of the hardest decisions that i had to make and uh i won't tell you which side I shows, but <laughs> you'll have to wait until it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, I think that from what you're describing and the way that you're kind of reflecting on it, you it was a very well thought out like discussion and a choice that you had to make. Um, and I think that whatever choice you did make, I imagine it was very informed and it was very much due to your peers and your own instincts. And so, you know, I think that openness to criticism is really awesome and i think that 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 is the mark of a really good a really good artist and a really good piece too is to be able to to take that criticism and incorporate it or not incorporate it depending on what you need but mm -hmm. making that case is still really really good yeah it's definitely hard to you know take criticism to a piece that you're really attached to but mm -hmm. at the end of the day when you step back and look at all of it it makes us so much better mm -hmm. you know taking all that criticism and apply it or not apply it or just take parts of it like you know that's what makes a good artist just like you said just take pieces from here pieces from there and just put it together and whatever looks better that should be the way to go it's it's very interesting that the thesis journey is very um it's it's so different for everybody but it all kind of follows the same idea of like like hills and valleys basically that's all it is it's just mm -hmm. hills and valleys um so since we spoke about the valley let's talk about the hill uh what <laughs> would you say was your best moment in thesis thus far the proof of concept watching it just be 10 at least just it was just 10 seconds but just seeing those 10 seconds fully completed and incorporated into like this little like short 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 <laughs> <laughs> it was like magical i'm like oh so this is how it's gonna look and i'm liking it i was really worried that at the end i wasn't gonna appreciate it but looking at the proof of concept uh it was just amazing to like see it all together in one you know 10 second short so that was definitely a big hill and i like the view of it <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're uh, running with the metaphor there. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, the proof of concept is definitely a really big milestone. I think that's something that mm -hmm. a lot of people value a lot. So now I actually kind of want to get into a bit more of a reflective kind of note, thinking about your your years at SVA and and specifically for you, your many many years of education. What would you tell your freshman self about SVA? That it's not gonna be easy at mm. all, mm -hmm. but it's worth it. It's mm. definitely worth it. The experience, the friends, the professors, the connections, it's all worth it. At the end of the day, it could be the hardest school that you could have ever gone to, but it's definitely worth it. And don't get discouraged for like, not being able to complete this one little task when mm. at the end of the day you have a whole thesis to make and that's a lot but yeah. you can make it and you can go through with it <laughs> what would you tell 
any juniors who are now entering the thesis phase. So that could be juniors entering pre-production or juniors entering their senior year. Be open-minded and always be on the lookout because at any given time you can learn from something from somebody that you didn't expect to learn from. And another quote that is, uh, at least I've heard it a lot at SVA, is called kill your darlings. <laughs> but uh -huh. the first time I heard that was when I was at Middlesex County College and they said, kill your babies. Mm. And I like that one better. <laughs> Yeah, you might have a great idea. Yeah, you might. It might be the greatest idea you've ever had in your life. But if you can't execute it, or for some reason you won't be able to make it, it's worth you know getting rid of it. And maybe out of it, you'll get something way better. Mm -hmm. You know. So don't don't disregard other people's opinions or criticism because. If they're saying it, probably everybody else that's going to watch your piece of art is going to see it too, mm -hmm. you know? So just be open-minded about that and don't think that you know it all, <laughs> basically. It's very it's very important to be open-minded. And I think that actually is very relevant to your experience, Jonas, when you're, when you're with your piece and being open-minded to feedback Definitely. on this very personal story too. How would you describe your SVA experience? I would describe it as memorable, mm -hmm. um, definitely. The most important thing that I could have taken out of this school, I know it's going to sound somewhat ridiculous, but it's all the friends that I made throughout, oh. you know, uh, all the experiences, all the memories. It's been amazing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the uh, knowledge has been amazing as well. Um, but is it worth all that without, you know, being happy or without having somebody to go back to in case you don't remember something to do, you know, mm -hmm. like you can't forget, but if you have a group of friends that could guide you through it throughout your, the rest of your life, mm -hmm. that is priceless. Mm -hmm, definitely. So who is your favorite podcaster? Well, that's obvious. Javi Colon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you get a gold star. Congratulations. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you that some people have not said me and it hurts my feelings? Oh, no. Those are the people that are not going to get sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> Those episodes are not being released. <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> Only ones that endorse me. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Well, thank you, Jonas, for coming on to the show. I appreciate you being here. All of Jonas's link will be down in the description, his social links, his website, etc., for you guys to check it out. But until then, thank you. All right. Thank you very much, Javi, for having me. And it was an amazing experience. So, Thank you for listening to this episode of The In-Between. If you like the show, you can subscribe at iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I'm Javier Colon, and I will see you next time.
And I really liked your proof of concept. I thought it looked fantastic. Uh, not Thank only you. because I had a hand in it, but also like, you know. Your part was my favorite part. The part <laughs> that you made. <laughs> of course it was. No, just that Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it was just a bunch of illustration and one, one like, or one or two keyframes of just the mouse, you know. Love it. That's all it takes. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike you, I don't have like you know a bunch of calendar apps. That... <laughs> I only have one calendar app, sir. Okay, I only have one calendar app. Um. <laughs> <laughs>